I'm Sydney. And I'm Julie. And this is Restaurant and Retail Revelations. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Restaurant and Retail Revelations, a podcast made possible by Revel Systems, the provider of the leading cloud-native point-of-sale platform on the market. And for our first-time listeners, this podcast showcases movers and shakers in the restaurant and retail industries, along with the awesome brands they work for as they move and shake. To our regular listeners, you'll notice that one of our co-hosts sounds a little bit different on this episode. What? I sound exactly like Sydney. But it's true. For those accustomed to hearing Revel's senior marketing communications manager on this podcast, she is enjoying vacation this week. So I'm filling in as guest co-host. My name is Peyton Marshall, and I'm product owner of in-store services and solutions at Revel Systems. And I really appreciate you stepping in in the co-host role, Peyton. It's great to have you on the show. And on the topic of this episode's featured speakers, we've got another amazing guest joining us. Mike Spence is the Chief Technology Officer and Executive Director of Store Operations for Gravity Coffee, which is a multi-unit coffee brand based in Pacific, Washington. What do you say, Peyton? Should we check in with Mike and get the show rolling? I think we should. Let's do it. Mike, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I'm excited. So let's go ahead and get started with a quick overview of Gravity Coffee. Can you tell our listeners a bit about the concept, how it started, and then why it's special in the very crowded uh, space of coffee shops? Yeah, so so Gravity uh, started just under seven years ago and you know started with one store in Tacoma, Washington. Uh, the founder of our company purchased a drive-through um, because he saw what was happening out there in the space and and really felt with his retail experience that he could do a little better. In that short time, we've gone from uh, one drive-through to 23 open and another hundred in the lease process at this point in time, all corporately owned. Part of the, the part of the the reason that we find this special is. You know, back then, seven, eight years ago, a lot of drive-throughs were were simply, I hate to use the word, but shacks that were were kind of catering with decent coffee, but not anything special. And uh, we we chose to go a different route and have stores that are great looking, not an eyesore. They're strategically designed so that people want to go to them. Our employees that we hire, we're very careful in that. We have a full training system that we put them through. And, uh, you know, we really narrowed our options to cater specifically to the drive through market instead of coming from a cafe market and trying to open some drive throughs We started 100% drive throughs and have tried to dial that in. You know, Washington State is, is the busiest drive through market in the country, and we've been very successful in, in this area. So I think it shows that we're on the right track. Perfect. And um, that's, that's interesting that you're... you're... Uh, mostly a drive-through model. So, uh, you know, coffee shops are generally considered, you know, third places or community gathering places um, where, you know, it's kind of like a person's uh, home away from home. You know, it's the place between work and home. <laughs> so yeah, I was, was going to ask you, uh, you know, can you, can you shed some light on the decision to focus primarily on drive-through uh, at Gravity Coffee? 
You know, everyone, including myself, would love to go to a third wave coffee shop and enjoy a, you know, a traditional Italian cappuccino and, and sit down and relax. But the reality is, is that we don't always have that time. And uh, while I appreciate those cafes that exist, there are far more people on the move that still want a great cup of coffee. I'm I'm a bit of a coffee snob. I, you know, I've been in the industry for over 25 years on the coffee side of things, one way or another, and uh, I'm very particular about coffee in general. But typically, when you go to a drive-through, you're sacrificing a lot of quality for convenience, and we chose not to do that. We're very careful with our shot timings and everything else. So we like to think that you can, you know, it's still a third space. It's just when you spend you know, two and a half minutes at, right? Um, we still want our customers to feel really good about it. And most importantly, come away with, you know, what they paid for a, a great quality beverage, you know, and we're going to see that model across the country. Uh, there are people who just don't have time to sit down or walk into a cafe do it, especially anyone with children. If you got to get a car a kid out of a car seat, you're in trouble. No, it's it, all fair points. And I think the drive-thru model makes a lot of sense for coffee. And with that in mind, what ways does Gravity Coffee work in personal touches and kind of that focus on, you know, a customer-centric and customer service experience with the drive through setup? In a lot of ways, we used uh, line running tablets to make sure that no one's waiting in, in line without being touched by one of our, our customer specialists. Uh, we want them to, as soon as we see a second car, third car in line, to go out and actually ask, you know, how their day is and start taking the order right at the car. We don't want our, our customers to sit around with no interaction, right? As we're, as we're handling things at the drive-through itself, you know, we hire employees who, who are friendly to our customers. They they ask, you know, hey, how's your day going? Uh, we encourage our customers to ask our employees about the coffee or about our energy beverages and get a good quality uh, explanation of what we're offering them. Uh, one of the one of the most interesting things is how many of our customers will just order a barista choice, you know, that will order an energy drink or a coffee and just say, hey, I don't know what I want. Why don't you just make it? And the baristas really dive into that. So we get that little, little spark of creativity as well. Excellent. So I'm curious about something. Uh, currently, you are the CTO and executive director of store operations for Gravity Coffee. But I'm, it doesn't sound like you're there by luck, <laughs> which is good. Um, you know, I'd love to share some additional background for our listeners because you have an, inter an interesting uh, relationship with the point of sale needs for a coffee shop. And as I understand it, before Gravity Coffee joined us here at the Revel family, uh, you actually created and operated a proprietary uh, POS for your brand. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that experience? Yeah, it's a little bit of a long road that that has, has resulted in some good positive things. I uh, actually um, started at and eventually purchased a point of sale system for the coffee and pizza space actually started there in 94, uh, you know, 28 years ago or so. Wound up purchasing that company and was was really happy. Uh, you know, we primarily catered to independent coffee and pizzerias, uh, mostly in the coffee space uh, in the last 10 years or so. Uh, that was my introduction to coffee and, and starting to trade shows and speaking at them and, and uh, you know, working with thousands of people around the country from a coffee standpoint uh, on the technology side. When I 
first got introduced to Gravity Coffee, it was when Store One was being built and I was referred by someone, uh, became the point of sale provider for Gravity early on. And, uh, you know, had this remarkable kind of epiphany of watching this company grow and being involved on the outside for the entire time you know, I started to see that there was something special here. Uh, I, I call it kind of an evangelical, you know, moment there in this, that I've seen a lot of coffee chains uh, succeed. I've yet to see anyone do what this company's done in this short amount of time and the way they've done it, the, the quality of the people that they've hired, the quality of the systems that they've put in place, just the things that Gravity has thought of that other companies maybe missed early on. And so, you know, it came down to, after working closely with Gravity Coffee for many years, you know, an opportunity came up here as the company's growing and, and needing, you know, more in the executive roles. And, uh, you know, we had a conversation. I was like, what the heck? You know, the working in point of sales is the only thing I've done for the last you know, 20 plus years. Uh, so I, I made a leap. Uh, my business partner is running my other company and uh, I became our CTO and executive director of store operations, which is a lot of fun. It's very different than what I was doing before, still in technology, but, uh, you know, working directly within a company. Uh, you know, I like to joke with people that this is, uh, there's two jokes here. One is this is my second job in 28 years. And uh, the other one is, Gravity Coffee fired my point of sale system and went with Revel. And in retaliation, I got myself hired on. Um, so <laughs> it's been kind of fun. Uh, and it was a good choice. Uh, you know, I, I, as I said, you know, we primarily dealt with independence. Uh, Gravity, we knew was going to be uh, making a move to a different point of sale. And, and I was asked, you know, about point of sale systems that, that I thought would help them for the future. It was, it was a good move. Oh my gosh, what a full circle moment. It, yeah, it sounds, you've had such an interesting career around coffee and I'm sure you've enjoyed just watching the evolution of the, the point of sale, especially one built for the needs of coffee shops. They've changed a lot. Uh, so Mike, in light of your deep understanding of an effective coffee shop point of sale, what would you say are your top three just must have features of an effective platform for shop operators? Uh, the, the first is, is it all begins and ends with the order system. You know, we like to focus sometimes corporately on the back end of a point of sale, but the reality is 85% of the point of sale is used on the front side, right? That's where uh, employees are actually taking orders. Being able to do that seamlessly and having it be a quick transaction is really important especially in coffee because we're not as transactional as other industries you know we do indeed want to know about a customer uh, we'll see in our drive-throughs customers that come by every single day it may be a three-minute transaction but it's every single day so we get to know them so having that to be easy you know a repeatable transaction that our employees don't have to think about is super important um, Gift and loyalty would be the number two. Uh, you have to have a strong gift and loyalty system. I think, I believe that at any business in today's world, whether it's coffee or restaurant or, or even most retail operations, customers just expect it. And 
you know, making that smooth and easy for customers to use and, and giving them incentives helps uh, any business move forward. And then, you know, the last one is it really comes down to, to reporting, which, you know, personally, I feel Revel does a really great job, not just on the reporting side, but having an API so that you can pull other reports. So many point of sale systems out there have hundreds, if not thousands of canned reports. The problem is, is that every single customer in chain is different. And, you know, you can spend your entire life writing reports to try and cover everything. It's much easier to have a robust API and allow that company to pull their own reporting. Uh, and we've done that. We've done that very successfully through Revel. Uh, that's been a big one on the back end for me. Excellent. Well, um, you know, I can tell you that we value you and Gravity Coffee, you know, for, for many reasons. But one of the awesome things about what you and uh, your team does is uh, your willingness to, you know, be on the cutting edge and, and the innovative edge of testing new features through our early adopter programs. Will you share a bit about the philosophy your team has on the openness to uh, early testing? Yeah, we, and, and this is one of the things that I really appreciate about Gravity is is that we are, you know, we will never just automatically turn down the opportunity to try something new. We may only try it in one of our locations. We're, we're fortunate enough to have a drive-through in the parking lot of our corporate office that we use our flagship location that we use for testing. And we'll do that throughout everything, whether it's camera systems, uh, SMS, reporting, whatever. And so when you know, when there are new features and, you know, the data connector that Revel came out with recently would be a good example of this, that come out, we really want to test them and give them an opportunity because, you know, if you don't try those things, what happens is three, four years later, you realize that you should have been starting it early on. And, you know, sometimes things don't work out and that's okay, but it doesn't hurt for us to give it a try and see what's happening. You know, the, the data connector at Revel is a, is a good example of, you know, us being able to pull data in a different way uh, that we were we were trying to do already through API tools and through Power BI in a little bit, but the data connector makes that a little easier for us. So sometimes we're we're pleasantly surprised and we go, wow, that's really cool. Look at this information we can get. And you know, if we didn't test that, you know, we might have been a year behind the curve. So we get information faster than other people sometimes by doing that. Yeah, that's a great philosophy, and it sounds like it's been really successful. So in addition to Revel's native solutions that you guys utilize, you're also leveraging some really cool integrations, and you spoke to our open API. I believe Boxy's text marketing platform is one, and I'm curious, what results have you guys seen since implementing Boxy for your customer engagement? You know, Boxy's really interesting. I, I've in the past worked with some SMS tools in my past life. And uh, so I, you know, I asked Voxy a lot of questions and we went ahead and made the jump and it has been phenomenal. We actually started by uh, sending all of our existing customers an offer and then uh, also supplying uh, after that, anyone who comes in, you know, anyone who drives by takes an order and puts their phone number into our reward system through Revel automatically gets a bounce back SMS saying, you know, here's an offer to come back. It's amazing through Voxy. 
I think the, the neatest thing is that we get to see all of those messages transparently. So we can actually watch them live come in and watch the response rates as well as the reporting on it. Uh, our baristas, they love it. Uh, our customers, the feedback has been great. And interestingly enough, you know, we've had some customers that haven't been happy that, that have just told us, hey, I didn't get a good order last time. We love that because then we automatically respond with, can we have a district manager reach out? And that gives us that ability to maybe turn a customer around where without Voxy, you know, maybe they would have had a bad experience and just never said anything. But because they're being texted about it, they're willing to go, it was, you know, I'll rate it a one instead of a five like we want. And uh, so that gives us that opportunity to turn it around. Um, we're currently using Voxy to, to uh, introduce our new coffee subscription program uh, to all of our customers. So, you know, it's not just pushing traffic into the stores. It allows us to do other messages regarding other parts of our business, like subscription coffee and, and retail shirts and things like that that we do. Hmm, very interesting. That leads me to my next point, actually. <laughs> Anyone who follows Gravity Coffee on social media, you know, the handle is at GCC, uh, at GC Coffee Co., uh, will notice a string of recent grand openings. And congrats on that growth, by the way. Will you share more on Gravity's plan for scaling and expansion? And, and specifically, how has the technology helped your teams excel during such rapid growth? Yeah, we're, uh, you know, we are scaling pretty rapidly, you know, both here in Washington, and this is the year that Gravity goes national. We'll be opening locations in other states uh, this year as well. And all of Washington has been a test case for opening in other locations. Uh, and, the, and the technology definitely plays into it heavily. You know, we just did two grand openings that were not close to any of our other stores. And we did them the same weekend, uh, which anyone who opens, you know, retail locations knows it's tough enough to open one, much less two at the same time. And that's, that's where we want to be is opening, you know, two at the same time on a regular basis here. The technology, I think we have Revel dialed in at this point so that once we go in and we do an install, we realize we're very quick on this. We may get word that we're allowed to open for a soft opening on a Wednesday and Thursday morning, we will open the store. So we'll throw the point of sale in that night, open the store the next day and uh, you know, just turn the open sign on and see what happens. We closely monitor all of our sales on a regular basis. Uh, as a matter of fact, with the, the API Revel has, we had a custom report written for us where we get uh, an email report every hour for, for some specific metrics that we do. And that's allowed us to really closely monitor what happens in these stores, right? So we're, we're able to kind of predict sales, which helps us from an ordering standpoint before the store ever even goes through a grand opening. You know, and all of that kind of ties together with that backend reporting with our district managers to be able to see what's happening there. As far as the expansion in general, you know, we're very fortunate that that we're an attractive brand that we get a lot of uh, a lot of requests to be in certain cities. It's it's more us, you know, making sure they're good fits for us than anything else at this point. Uh, so, we'll consider this your formal request to head to Atlanta. Peyton and I would appreciate it. <laughs> Would you say people gravitate towards you? 
<laughs> Sorry. I would. No, there's a lot of puns with the name, right? Trust me, they're used often around here. <laughs> I love it. Um, well, we hope to see you in Atlanta one day, and um, that's really exciting stuff. Congrats again on the expansion. And in your opinion, Mike, what qualities make for a successful gravity coffee location when you guys are vetting new territories and uh, new cities to, to venture to? You know, we, we look for the same things really that, that most drive-thrus out there would look for. I wish there was a secret sauce to it, but there's, there's not really. It's making sure that the, you know, there's enough traffic, that the population is there. The one thing we really don't consider is competition too much where, you know, if there are some Starbucks in the area, great. It just means people already, you know, are willing to spend money on a great cup of coffee, right? We're just going to come in and do it a little better and a little faster than them. Uh, that's always been our goal. You know, we do want to make sure that as we move into an area that we can easily supply our product, that we're not compromising on the quality of the service. We've turned down locations because we didn't feel that we could, you know, adequately perform the same way that we do in our current stores. Um, that's that's very important to us. We'd we'd rather have a well-performing shop that customers love than something that maybe makes us some money, but you know, doesn't doesn't hold up the integrity of the brand. Excellent. And uh, as a follow coffee connoisseur, um, I'd like to just take a step back from business talk for uh, one second. I know uh, you and I both were sharing earlier that we had uh, experiences in third wave. And I'm curious as a one copy person to another, what is your go-to order at Gravity? And are there any, are there any additional favorite items that you have on the menu? I have two go-to orders at, at Gravity and I am not the typical customer on my first one. I actually, uh, every morning, my first drink of the morning is a six shot, 16 ounce Americano. So I am very much into the coffee. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I am fortunate enough here at our corporate office, we have a full training lab. So I will call it quality control testing and have a few shots throughout the day of just, just shots of espresso. That's not something that people will typically get at the drive-through but I can do here at the corporate office. There is, however, a drink that uh, one of our district managers came up with at the beginning of the year called the Hyperspace. We, we redo all of our drinks every year and it's a white coffee, uh, which may or may not be something familiar to your listeners out there. It's kind of a Northwest thing, but a, a, a white coffee, white chocolate drink that is super sweet, complete opposite of my my Americano, but I do one a week. Um, I just crave it. Oh my gosh. I'm still digesting the six shots comment. You must be pretty awake in the morning. I love it. And the white coffee sounds good. I, I don't think that's common um, down South, but I would definitely try it. It's going to come there. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. And you know, you've spoken to quite a bit about how data analytics and just reporting in general play into menu planning and adjustments for gravity. To play off of that, is your team a proponent of seasonal drinks and local specials, things like that, that you, you use the data to make some changes accordingly? You know, we, we don't do very many seasonal drinks. Um, we use the data annually to revise our menu and ensure that what we have on there is 
the best drinks possible. So we will remove drinks or items that aren't best sellers or that aren't, I shouldn't say best sellers, but aren't selling as well as other items. You know, our whole goal is to not have an inflated menu with 500 items on it, right? We want to be able to serve the best drinks possible to people as they come through. We do that on an annual basis and sometimes a semi-annual basis where we'll use, we'll go through the, the entire reporting and really drill down for a year, not just dollar amount, but quantity of drinks that sold. And we'll do that by store because we do know that our stores are starting to become regional and we'll have beverages that might sell in one region better than others. And then we take and aggregate all that data across all of our locations that we pull from Revel and make educated decisions about, you know, what should or should not change on the menu. Same with pricing. You know, one of the things is, is it's important, you know, things do change, whether it's minimum wage updates or uh, inflation, cost of items. You know, we want to make sure that, that we're staying current on what our prices should be. We certainly want to be affordable, but we also have to make sure that, you know, we're, we're able to, to pay our baristas, right? So we use all of that data as well through Revel to, to basically come up with a good educated decision here. I'm not a fan of basing things on memory and emotion. I, I, I get these questions from people all the time. Why doesn't gravity serve this? You know, I understand, you know, maybe some people really like X, Y, Z, but we want to make sure that it's going to cater to all of our customers. And that, that data side, you know, sometimes I, I, I'm pretty sure I probably annoy some people here at our corporate office on shooting them down, but the data backs it up. So, you know, numbers don't lie, right? And that's why we love pulling that information. You know, on, on, the, on the idea of keeping current, what is up next for Gravity Coffee? Uh, any exciting plans in the works? Boy, the, the biggest thing is, you know, national expansion, you know, as we move into other states, uh, it's, it's been a long strategic planning exercise for us to make sure we're not just jumping in because we, we want to have something in another state. Um, I mean, we've been training baristas and district managers and staff to, to be able to handle that. We've always got a number of projects that are going on around here. And, uh, you know, some of that is upgrading technology from a, you know, on my side of things from both internet access at the stores uh, where we work very heavily with Xfinity and Comcast for a national program with them to, to be able to have both our standard internet connections as well as backups and things like that. So yeah, it's, it's never ending, you know, technology and then even coffee is changing on a regular basis. So we try to stay on top of both the coffee and energy side. It sounds like it never slows down and busy is good. That's all great stuff. And, you know, before we wrap up here, we always like to ask our guests if there's uh, anything that we didn't ask you about today on the call that you'd like to share with our listeners. Wait, just, just you know, that I, I would like to go a little bit back to the API with Revel. You know, I'll tell you, I really think it's one of Revel's, and I don't want to sound like a commercial, but one of Revel's strongest points as someone who spent a lot of time in the point of sale world and paid developers to create reports on a regular basis or exports, et cetera, um, having a very open API 
in the way that Revel does is, is really a win. Um, I don't know a lot of companies that do it that way. I'm not a developer, but um, you know, I have a little bit of coding experience and I find sometimes it's easier to just go in, whether it's writing a, a full thing or even just, just calling the raw data out of Revel so that I can look at it and put it in Excel is really a strong suit. Uh, it's probably the most attractive thing to a geek like me about Revel. So shameless plug for you guys there. Yeah, we'll take a shameless plug anytime. I appreciate that testimonial. And, um, you know, we hear that often from clients. It's that built-in flexibility to make our platform exactly what it needs to be for you um, and your business. And that's just critical. So Mike, with that, thank you so much for offering your time and expertise on the podcast today. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you. I, I appreciate the opportunity here. I've said it before and I will say it again. Revel simply has the coolest clients and Gravity Coffee is no exception. I loved hearing from Mike about Gravity's use of technology in the drive-through space. And it seems like it's led to a highly scalable model that continues to disrupt the coffee industry. Mike and the team at Gravity are certainly leading the way in innovation for coffee technology. You may not know this, but I myself have a bit of history in coffee shop management, and it's very inspiring to see brands that are pushing the envelope of what's possible while paying close attention to the quality of their product and, of course, their people. Yep. And you know, Peyton, you truly were the perfect person to fill the guest co-host seat for this episode. And thanks again for helping me out today. It's been a pleasure. And as we wrap this episode, I'd like to add a couple more thank yous to Mike for his insights today and to our listeners for your support of the show. If you liked what you heard today, make sure you like and subscribe to Restaurant and Retail Revelations. We are on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And that way you'll never miss an episode. Besides, you never know when Peyton might be back in the guest co-host seat. We'll be back soon with fresh new content.